number of people in the audience uh, are, are kind of, uh, well, they're on lockdown. The audience in uh, parts of Maine, if you are near the area of like Lewiston, um, Auburn, Maine, I don't know. There's like a mass shooting with a psychopath 60-year-old dude walked into a bar with an AR-15 and shot everybody. There's 20 people dead, went to a bar, went to a bowling alley. Motherfucker. So first, right away, I thought about uh, baseball, excuse me, baseball Chris, uh, the uh, the Hall of Famer. I thought about Nikki, and I thought about Jimmy, and I'm missing somebody. Corey. I can't remember who else from Maine is in the audience. This is a bad one. This is a real bad one. As Darla has a temper tantrum about something. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. Maybe that'll lighten the mood as she rolls around on her back like a jackass. What are you doing? So that is, uh, that's fucked up. I saw in the discord is already the comments about there's, uh, no justifiable reason for an AR-15 for a uh, civilian to have an AR-15. That was right after I made the horrible joke. Hopefully it was league night for uh, Patriot Nick. I know, I know, Eric, Eric. Eh, it's a joke, it's a joke. Relax. It's not funny. It's time plus tragedy equals comedy, you asshole. Relax. It's going to be okay. I don't, I don't like really mean that as far as you know. Uh, Nikki says this happened 20 minutes from my house. Helicopters are circling my uh, neighborhood. They have not caught this guy. He is on the loose. So uh, mama goat needs to, uh, uh, you know, batten down the hatches. You never know. This psychopath might just uh, uh, bust into a random person's house. Uh, Nikki says that it's not a good joke. That's expected. That is expected. Again, time plus tragedy. Definitely not enough time. All right. No more. No more jokes. I just got the one out of my system. It was burning. <laughs> it was burning on my brain. And I just, I mean, I can't just keep that joke in. It is against the bylaws of the Eric Zane Show podcast. That joke gets in there. You got you got to fucking keep it out. Uh, Nikki works in a hospital setting. She says, we called 10 trauma teams into the operating room last night. Holy shit. Uh, Nick says that was a great joke. So now we've got uh, con- conflicting opinions and a horrible scenario and one asshole firing off. I hope it was Patriot Nick's league night joke. What the fuck? Okay, breathe. It's going to be okay. There are uh, a ton of people dead. Uh, At last check, it was like 20 people were killed, and that number may go up. This is an enormous, enormous story. You know, you just have uh, random people. This is a, Lewiston is a a pretty small community. You're, you know, I I think I heard somewhere like uh, that area is like 40,000 people. Uh, Not a, not a ton of people. 
Um, all packed in, just having a good time, eating the fucking fries, uh, rolling a few frames, and then this psychopath comes in there and opens fire. Uh, 22 dead uh, as of right now. Just ridiculous to think that that's, you know, they, uh, and hey, I've read this too. Um, first of all, the guy who had the comment, no um, reason for, uh, it was that guy, Gat, Gath Moon. Um, he, he said there's no logical reason for a civilian to have that type of weapon. And uh, I, I'm not here to try to talk anybody out of that. Um, it's hard to find a uh, any anything to disagree with there. Uh, Nikki points out it was teen night at the bowling alley, so holy shit! I mean, goddamn. Um. Bob, the gun control thing, uh, you know, and, and what I said to the dude on, um, on discord when he wrote that, I got this thing. I got to get a new mouse. I think, uh, no justifiable civilian use for an AR 15. However, and I said, it's very hard to argue against that opinion. Logan Ridge Howard is in Maine. I forgot about Logan. Fuck me. I said, however, once those go away, the concern is that more gun control will seed into society till society is in arm. Uh, Gath Moon says, bullshit. Is it worth to hear a little left wing whining to save the lives of dozens of people just out and about on an ordinary night? I'd say yes every time. Logan adds, this is so crazy to happen in Maine. I can't work today because all of my customers are closed for safety. Holy shit. Um, yeah. And I, I think that that's, uh, that's worth a look when he says both bullshit. Is it worth, worth it to hear a little left wing whining? You mean right wing whining? Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I if I had a magic wand and if I could make every gun disappear, I would try that just to see where, where it could take us. It always comes back to, yeah, but what if, what if, what if, and slippery slope, slippery slope, and gun control laws in these communities don't work. And I that's true. And I think the idea here is, we're too far gone. There is no fixing it at this point. Nothing can be done. It's too burned into the culture. You know, it's like trying to remove a tattoo. I don't think there's any way to come back from this. Um, the country was birthed on uh, this type of uh, behavior. And it, 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 there's just no way to change it, in my opinion. I think literally, I know this sounds horrible, but I think the only thing that can be done is uh, hope. You know, um, if I've come up with the, I've talked about before, if we are all armed, 
I mean, for me, being armed all the time, that is the only thing I can do right now. Is just be careful. And if this happens, pull my pistol and shoot the fucker in the face. Center of mass, I should say. Um, I, you know, if there was a, um, an alternative way to do this, I think people would have explored it, but I think it's crazy to think that there is any hope in an idea of, uh, taking away the arms on an entire population. Just abandon it. Don't even utter it. It's a waste of your breath. Can you imagine if in this country we said uh, no one can have a weapon? What would happen here? Holy shit. We care about weapons uh, more than like our kids. I think we uh, care more about like freedom. You know how it is? It's always like every time this discussion comes up, you get people saying, ah, yeah, but what about our freedom? We're patriots. Chris says the gun grabbers and the gun lovers will never convince the other side to flip by arguing. And I, I be perfectly clear here. I am not um, a crazy fucking NRA card carry. No, I'm not that at all. Uh, I, I, I know very little about guns. I just have one and I'm proficient with it for personal protection. That is all. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't go anywhere without it. But if someone said, okay, all these uh, uh, assault style ref- rifles are now illegal. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd be all right. Let's try that. I don't care. I got my fucking pistol. That's all I worry about. I've got 16 rounds in a backup uh, magazine. That's the best chance I'm going to get. Aram says, don't they have more strict gun control for owning a bazooka? Nikki says, we ended up getting nothing at her hospital. They kept them at Central Maine Medical Center, and they're going to slowly bring them to Maine Medical. A bunch of our staff went to Lewiston to help. Tyler says, I wonder if our forefathers had a crystal ball and could see the weaponry available to people nowadays if they would have altered their notion of right to bear arms. Donko says, uh, a CPL only gives a puncher's chance, but it's better than nothing. Amanda asked, doesn't England have some kind of law where they're not allowed to have guns? Cole writes, being armed and aware is the only thing you can ever do. I agree with that. Most people are not armed or aware. First thing I do everywhere I go is know where the exits are. Corey says, in Maine, you don't need a permit to conceal carry. You know, it's interesting. I thought about that. This, uh, this hilljack goes into a hilljack bowling alley and a hilljack bar. Um, 
as Chris in Maine, the Hall of Famer, steps in. He's there, checks in. He says, my stepbrother is an ER physician at St. Mary's in Lewiston and was there last night. Awful. Um, I thought about that. You don't need a permit to carry a uh, pistol in Maine. Concealed pistol. Okay. Um, so am I to think that no one in uh, the two locations was carrying a weapon? I would be shocked if there were no other people inside of those establishments um, that, that, that like if, if the whole place was packed with people who were not armed, holy shit. And I, I think the, um, a desperately, uh, terrible, even more terrible thing is that this guy's still out there. Uh, Nick says banning crazy people would be banning crazy people would be easier. All these nut jobs have many red flags and this guy did. Um, over the summer, he was in like a mental facility saying, um, I hear voices. Uh, he's, he's retired military. Okay. I mean, that's two red flags. When is the last time you ever encountered somebody who was retired military and they just didn't, and they had like a, and they didn't have a air of uh, scrambled eggs. I think in addition to the discussion about gun control, we're going to start hearing the discussion that if you are in the military, when you get out, you're immediately put in prison for life to keep the world safe. I'm kidding. Fuck off. It's a joke. Uh, King of Dash 91 says, and yet he was still allowed to be a firearms instructor after that. I forgot about that. The guy was very, very proficient. At yeah, it's fucking crazy. God damn it. Uh, Mama Goat Nikki says they are checking the river area about half a mile from my house. The Androscoggin County Sheriff is blocking my road. Tyler says, let's assume the suspect was wearing an I'm a veteran hat. Chris says, oh, fuck off. I'm not sure what he's saying fuck off to, but I'm sure it's something I said. Corey says, soon I saw, as soon as I saw the picture of him walking into the bowling alley holding the rifle, the first thought was he knows exactly how to hold that elbow tucked in. Uh, Call of Duty says, you won't hear anything about what psycho drugs he was on. Amanda says, this is why I don't go out and I stay single. I don't know about that. I don't know if I believe that. I think the reason why you stay single is because you're you. That's that's actually probably I don't 
I don't think it's by choice. I think it just happens. That's terrible. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. Come on now. Relax. Uh, Chris says, proving further mental health and taking care of people from the military when they get home from war. Yeah. They get they get home from war and um, you, you lock them up. I mean, and then you deprogram them. You can't fucking, you know, you just got to lock these people. All military needs to be in prison when they finish. Just don't tell them that. Just like say, hey, getting ready to go home with your family and then just throw them right in jail for like life. Totally kidding. I have to give, um, uh, what do you call it? Disclaimers on all these jokes because everybody's sensitive here. Whenever you have sensitive day, um, no matter what I say, People are going to be like, oh, you can't. You can't do that. <laughs> Shut up. Chris in Maine adds, he's well-trained. You guys are blowhard idiots. These guns are easy to operate. Stop flexing. Well, I don't know about a flex. I, I do know the guy who was a firearms instructor. So I think he's got a handle on how to shoot that weapon. Amanda says, I thought you wanted to make all the veterans guards at school to prevent school shootings. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that now. I might have to rethink that one. Chris says that I'm going to have to say, I'm just kidding after all my jokes. Like my pal Freebeer. Well, at least my jokes are jokes that are worth it. To say, I'm just kidding. Like when I say, uh, all people when they leave the army should be imprisoned. I'm just kidding. Freebeer says that when he says, uh, I like ice cream. I'm just kidding. He says anything and he's, he's just kidding about it. I'm not bitter about my, uh, I'm not bitter about my divorce. Fuck, I fucked it up. I'm just kidding. Hold on a second here. Darla. Hey, hey, no. Why don't you go to sleep? Yeah, I'm looking at you, Princess P. She's so adorable. I cannot stay in any way uh, angry at that beautiful face. We are going to do Dear Meathead today. 37 minutes from now. Uh, if you have any last minute questions, send them along. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Would love to hear from you. After that, I'm going to check in with uh, Kyle from a former sponsor of the show for another uh, few minutes with him. Holy cow. Very, very busy day. Very busy day. Thank you to all of you for being here. I'm glad. And I mean, seriously, I thought of, uh, I thought of, uh, the, uh, little pack of Eric Zane show podcast listeners and people I know in Maine right away. I was like, Oh boy, this is, uh, this is fucking crazy. Now what we ha can hope for is that this guy is kept is not killed. 
So they, I, I, I'm always interested in peeling back the layers and figuring out what, what's going on here. What type of um, senseless, uh, crazy shit are we focusing on? got a text he's probably dead somewhere hidden and they'll take forever to find him and that was his ultimate plan is uh what amanda suggests like a like a uh a deadly version of hide and go seek holy shit okay well you know um everybody please just stay locked up in your house uh eyes on the window if you have fucking guns keep them near you and uh yeah be vigilant you never know hey you might wind up on the news okay if you see that fucker walking down the street beating his meat you just shoot him uh i've kind of uh, honed in on the discord i am actually checking things as the show goes on now I, it's turned out to be uh, a pretty invaluable. Corey has explained many times how to be part of the discord. I do not have the ability, the ability to tell you uh, what you are to do to get on the discord. I have no clue. What do you send people an invite or something like that? Or I can't even, I, I, it took me forever to do it. You have to download the app. You have to, I don't know. Uh, it's a great place to, uh, have conversations, um, about whatever you want. Uh, Chris in Maine says, you know, he's going to get, a 33-inch Louisville slugger against the skull if he comes into this Hall of Fame address. Call of Duty says, good time to have these kind of guns with some loony on the loose. Uh, Chris says, Chris K says, white guy probably be taken alive without incident. Amanda says Discord is like Reddit. Well, similarly, yes. Maureen says, I'm on Discord, but don't ask me how I got there. Kenny adds differences. Everybody can access Reddit easily, and Discord takes a bit more work, but does have a much better interface. And then Chris finally says, or a wiffle ball bat if you ask Jealous EZ. Okay. We don't even know if what you're telling us is true. You could very easily have just gotten any picture of you holding a dumb trophy, saying you're now a Hall of Famer and had made a fake website. The only picture you produced of you swinging a bat was from the old timers game. I need it. Are you telling me you played however many years of college baseball and I can't see one, one clip of you doing anything on the diamond? How is that even possible? 
What the fuck? Dumbest thing I ever heard. All right, it is a big fraud Thursday today. I'm very excited about who are these Zanes. Uh, ben and I will be um, addressing material from um, kind of like a hodgepodge of things. I've got clips from the world-famous Billy Magoo and Zane show, which too many people thought that one guy's name was Billy Magoo and the other guy's name was Zane. But that's not true at all. It was Billy, comma, Magoo, and Zane. It was set up where Billy would be the guy who would talk when the song is ending. And it's 38 special on WIMZ. And then Magoo would be silly. And then my job was to be in the background and go, I'm not kidding you. When we would be finishing up a segment and the music's playing, we're, we're laughing over the intro of the uh, 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 Leonard Skinner song. The second we shut the mics off, all of our expressions go from ha <laughs> ha horrible. God damn. Brutal. I've got a lot of um, uh, great, great moments uh, from that show. Ben is reviewing. Okay. It went Phil and Billy in the morning, and then Phil left. And then it was Billy and Zane in the morning for a period of time until we brought Magoo in. So for this one window of several months, it was Billy and Zane in the morning. And, uh, boy, this is a, um, there's a term that people use called a tryhard. And, you know, frankly, I don't even know what that technically means, but I assume it means somebody who tries really hard, but sucks shit. In my opinion, this was, uh, this was a couple of tryhards. And then when you try too hard, is that what this means? Am I getting this right? When you try too hard, it usually sounds like fuck, or it usually comes out like shit with too much trying, you know, kind of like you're putting too much into it. And it's, it's, it's the juice is not worth the squeeze. You fucking try hard. Um, I would like to think that the show that you're listening to, to or watching live right now that you're getting the impression that I'm not trying that hard. I would like you to get the impression that I'm somewhat trying as opposed to a try hard. Cause I don't want to give you the impression that I'm a try hard. I remember when I first started podcasting, I was a try hard because it would take, I'd have to try very hard to get uh, 15 minutes of material. Holy fucking shit, those days. Oh my God. If you go back to like podcast one through 100, I think I had a combined 100 minutes of podcasting. Oh boy. I was talking with E Rock about this the other day. I was like, God damn, man, I can't even. 
Uh, it was so hard. It was so difficult. I would say that was the try hard. Now I'm like barely trying. Um, Billy and Zane in the morning. Uh, Corey says, was that on purpose? No. You dumbass. I guess that's an actor, Billy Zane. I don't remember the fuck he was. It might have been. Is Billy Zane the guy that was featured in the film, The Titanic? He was, wasn't he? Uh, Amanda said, she said it right as I was talking about it. He was in Titanic. He played the bad rich guy. Chris in Maine says, I got a goddamn Hall of Fame ring with my name on it. So you say. I still haven't seen anything other than some old dad wearing long white socks and New Balance sneakers swinging a baseball bat and hitting a pop fly to the third baseman. Call of Duty said Discord is great. I give it four kennies. Chris says Magoo from Buffalo. Yes. Tony is from Buffalo. I still talk to him to this day. That's crazy that you know who Tony Magoo is because he hasn't been in Buffalo for like three decades. He was famous in Buffalo for being on the radio. And he's the guy who did the stunt of, um, he had, he wanted, for some reason it was a radio stunt where, and I don't know why he, I think he did it for a children's charity or something like that. He would go to the football stadium where the bills play. Is that still the same stadium? I don't know. Maybe they've built another one since then, but it was like a hundred thousand seats there. <coughs> Excuse me. And he did a bit where he would sit in each seat. Like he'd go up to it, sit down, stand up, go to the next one. He sat in every seat in the Bills stadium. Chris says, yeah, I'm so famous. I drive a 2013 Silverado with rusted wheel wells that would rival yours. Yeah, mine's an 03. Yours is new compared to mine. Chris points out, yeah, well, Zane has a Calder Cup ring. I have two. <laughs> I don't even know how to skate. <laughs> yeah, I got a ring too, asshole. <laughs> Bob, of, uh, Sir Bob says, uh, yeah, hey, I can order a trophy and get whatever I want put on it. Chris says Magoo was a legend from what I've heard. Sitting in every seat in Rich Stadium, yes. They're building a new one now. Uh, Corey says there is a briefing about the shooter at 10 a.m. Very, very horrible. My God. Kevin Kuypers says I have a 300 ring. Now, of all the things that's impressive, Okay, I would say that Kevin Kuyper's uh, role in a 300, many times, by the way, I forget how many 300s he's rolled. In fact, 
didn't you roll one where you did a, a 300 game and then you had some uh, fucking nachos and then you rolled another 300 and then you had a toaster oven hamburger and fries and then you rolled another one and that's like a 900 series. Isn't that a thing? If you roll a 900, if you roll a 300, you get a ring. And if you roll a 900, uh, the toothless fucking barmaid that looks like Nick's ex-wife uh, would suck your dick right at the foul line. Kuiper says, no, actually, it's a two. He rolled two 300 games in a three-game series. Chris says, don't forget the bucket of beers. Kuiper is so good at bowling. He even has his own shoes. And they actually look decent. Like you could wear them out to the bar. Everybody else has those asshole clown shoes. Uh, One side of the shoe is red. The other side of the shoe is blue. When there's not a foot in it, the shoe is as flat as a local radio lady's chest. And then you put your foot in it and then you take it out and you, you immediately have foot aids. There's no, you went, you put your foot into the shoe with a sock on. And when you pull it out, the sock is eaten. Um, Amanda says, I have my own shoes. I have a pink ball and I have the ball that I used in high school. Tyler says, if you bowl 900, you get a 900 cock ring and a Hummer from the bowling alley hag. Yes. Now, wait a minute. Now, did you write up that joke when I was giving my joke? Did we do that that joke cross-pollination again? Is that what happened there? He says, no, mine was after you. Well, you, you stole my joke. You can't, like, take my joke and try to make it better. It's called joke tagging, dick. Uh, Chris says, tonight's my league night. I have gray suede bowling shoes. Oh, that's nice. Hang on, I got to sneeze. Ah. It's right there. Hang on. Oh, damn it. Oh, what you just witnessed there is there's a blue dot everywhere. Now that sneeze was right there. It needed a little push. So I looked up at the light. Not everybody has this phenomena. When I look at the light, I'm going to sneeze. However, the light on the ceiling did not work. So I had to put on my phone light and put it right up to my eye. Excuse me. Stand by. All right. Now I had to suck some snot up my nose. All right. Brandis says, bless you, which is a win because I went hard yesterday on people who bring things to cemeteries. 
Okay. I went hard during the free show and I went hard on the Patreon. And beloved member of the show, Brandis, she takes trinkets to cemeteries. Now, I'm of the opinion that you got to fire up the zero turn and drive over that shit. I mean, if I run a cemetery, I say to the guy who mows, look, dude, I want to see nothing but precious moments, uh, figurine dust everywhere. You got it. You got, I want to see, uh, ripped up family pictures, chunks of wood from the picture frames. I want to see sparks when you, uh, ride over those shepherd's hooks. Okay. The people who engrave the headstones already have done a bang up job at honoring those loved ones. We don't need a Hallmark store at every damn tombstone. So fire that fucking thing up, put on the steel toe boots and start cleaning house. Uh, I think I, I actually have a, my first Patreon hate listener. There's a gentleman, uh, he goes by, uh, Christopher. That's all I know him by. Um, occasionally when I'll say something on there, he'll, he'll, uh, say something mean. And I'm like, huh, what? That's weird. And I, on the, on yesterday's Patreon, I, I doubled down on my take on bringing shit to cemeteries. And he wrote, you are an, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. And that's all he wrote. And then I saw it on Patreon. I can still, he deleted it. He wrote it as a comment and then deleted it, but I can still see it. So I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Huh? Come on. Dear meathead. 17 minutes away. I want to thank everybody who's checking out the show on Facebook, X, and YouTube. If you want the full show, download the Twitch app and then search Eric Zane Live. Follow the page so you know when I go live. And then, of course, if you like, you can subscribe to it too, which means you get zero commercials during the video live stream. Okay, that Twitch throws in there. And you can subscribe for free by linking up your Amazon Prime account. All of this is available for you. Uh, and then if you do not have an Amazon Prime account, you can actually throw a few bucks at it and uh, be subscribed that way too. It's up to you. And the audio podcast is made available shortly after this one finishes. Wherever you download shows, please give me a review on Apple Podcasts. I would appreciate that. Five stars and a review, please. Hell, you can even give me one stars and a horrible review. I don't care. I'm just interested in what you think. But and the thing is, I'm at a disadvantage with that. So when you leave the review, if it's good or bad, would you please say who this is? I would love to know who said it. Kyle says, what about five stars and a horrible review? You can do that too. That's a old, uh, that's a, who are these podcasts type of review. 
more than welcome to do that. Nine Kyle, by the way, was wondering, hey, where's, where's Carl been on who are these broadcasters? Th- thank God that we got rid of the dead weight. Uh, don't look a gift horse in the mouth, Kyle. The fact that he's not there has actually made that a more enjoyable show. Don't tell me you miss him. Holy shit. All right. Kyle says that Carl said, he said he's producing. I watched him on Drew and Mike. That is true. That's actually what's going on. He's doing two things at once, producing and probably masturbating. Um, and by producing, what he's doing is just watching the show. Because uh, you know who produces the show? Christian Blatt. He does everything. Carl doesn't do fucking shit. If producer is another word for someone who doesn't do anything, that's it. He's that. Okay? Christian uh, says, hey, this is what I want to talk about today. He's got all these clips compiled. And Carl goes, okay, sounds good. See you later. Uh, I have a Patreon that you can sign up to uh, check out for free. And today's a good day to do that because of who are these Zanes? Ben and I review old Eric Zane audio from decades ago and make fun of it like we like to do. And then the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast shortly after main shooter edition. Okay. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. And you can try it for free. Go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You get seven days free. Uh, you do have to put in a payment form when you do that, but you can cancel it at any time. In fact, you can sign up, cancel it, and then you get the seven days. You only get to do that once, though. So there you go. Uh, Chris in Maine talking about graveside, uh, what do you call it, decorations. He says they make graveside decorations so ugly so people won't steal them. Oh, no, no, that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about bowling shoes. I was going to say, that doesn't make sense. He says, they make those things so ugly so people won't steal them, like the town hall clerk's pen with the damn plastic spoon taped to it, or the gas station bathroom key with a toaster oven chained to it. And then when I was getting it wrong, he responds with, I'm talking about bowling shoes, you cock. Fair enough. All right. Thank you to the fans, the people watching on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. But goodbye. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Easy already has to go tinkle. I didn't go right at the start, so I'm going to go right now. Stand by. Kyle Fade. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Get a mortgage from anywhere in the U.S. when you reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Not exactly the best time to buy a house right now, but... If you're thinking, fuck it, I want my house. 
you can get a lot less house these days than what you could uh, two and a half years ago. But still, if you're ready to buy a house, uh, the thing about it is you have to reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage and at least pick Mario, pick the brain of Mario and his team. Call 231-332-6505. Ask about if you can get money out of your house. If you've been in it for some time and you've got that equity built up, you might need some cash for a, you know, whatever, buy a bunch of shit. You can take over to the graveside. Uh, Maybe a new roof. Perhaps you're getting a mistress. You want to buy, I don't know, a a motorcycle or a bowling alley or some shit. Remember Donnie Veltman? Whatever happened to Donnie Veltman, Kevin Kuypers? 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Also, hello to A&E Heating and Cooling, Joe Martinez. And I just love this. Uh, When he visited with me, which really was a a fantastic moment. It was uh, one week ago today. I see he's there right now enjoying the show. That always makes me happy to see HVAC 71 in attendance. Um. He came down here and we chatted each other up and he had to, uh, he had to work in the basement. Kyle says, big Dick Donnie pissed off the wrong person and is now sleeping with the fishes. Yeah. Uh, fucking Michael Rappaport. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. That was crazy. Some of you know what that means. Um, Amanda says, no, LOL. Joe Martinez sat down here and he says, oh, by the way, I got big news. And then he told us that the thing that we've been pitching on here is the $79 furnace tune-up. All right. Now that's great. I mean, you should have that done every year. Well, you add to it that it's now will cost you $0. It's free. You're like, wait a minute. What's the catch? That Well, there is no catch. This is literally how you do it. If you follow these simple steps, your furnace will be tuned up and clean and running more efficiently than it's ever run before. Okay. All you have to do is dial this number 616-516-8579. But the spaces are going fast because people are, are calling to book this. And he can only do so much, you know? He's, he's one lazy Mexican. How the fuck is he supposed to be in 10 places at once? 616-516-8579. So, yeah, come tune up mine. He shows up, he tunes it, and then leaves. That's it! You're like, how does he make money? Joe Martinez is the only heating cooling specialist in all of West Michigan to have partnered with the gas company, DTE. They've given him permission because he's so good at what he does to take the bill that he would give the client, you, me, and they'll pay for it. 
because they want furnaces running efficiently. So it's an incentive. Can you believe this shit? So call him like now and say, hey, can you come do this for me? 616-516-8579. Book Joe today. Um, Chris in Maine doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's very active today, Chris. Hall of Famer Chris. He says, they are trained to sabotage it so it fails in a couple months. Month, Bunch of swindling thieves. Shut up! Uh, Nikki in Maine uh, says, hey, I love you all. That is wonderful, by the way. But we are expected to be very busy later today, and I'm on an 80-hour work week already. Time for bed. Hugs to your dad and Joanne. Good night, folks. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm worried about you. I sent you an email this morning, too. I sent everybody an email except for Logan. Sorry, Logan. If I'm forgetting anybody in Maine, I used, you know, then, sorry about that. The uh, media is calling the guy a person of interest. Yeah, I think we can call him the guy who killed everybody because he can be seen uh, walking into the fucking bowling alley with uh, the gun in the attack position with fucking smoke and flame firing out of the barrel. Uh, Corey says it happened 30 minutes away from him. After the joke about he's intentionally uh, uh, damaging Joe intentionally damaging the furnaces. Joe Martinez says, why would I do that? Customers do it on their own because they think they know what they are doing. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad feeling when you, you try to like, uh, uh, take care of something that you have no business taking care of. And you're like, I'll just push this. Oh, oh, oh boy. I need to retell the story of when, um, uh, I had to replace, what is that thing called again? A catch valve. You got that pump. That's it's what is it called? A, a, a pump pump. Sump pump. The sump pump is in the well. All right. And when the water level in the well gets to a certain point, the float is triggered and the sump pump turns on and it shoots the water up out of the house. And then since it's going up a pipe, when the pressure stops, some of the water comes back down and this, this valve closes to keep the water from going all the way back down into the well. Otherwise, the well would fill up too quickly. 
The pump would eventually burn out. Check valve. That's what it's called. A check valve. Thank you. Nick says check valve five minute job. Yes. For most people. Okay. I got to call my dad. We got to come back to this story because it's fucking great. So when we're done with dad, I need <laughs> we have to re we have to breathe life into the story once again. Hey, what's up? It's your pal Easy with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device. All right. Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app. And oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Okay. Let me get ready for this legend. Hello. Hello, Daddy. Hey, how you doing, honey? Never better. What's going on in your world? I don't know. It's early to tell. I just got out of bed. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. You know, I called yesterday and I, and, 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 and no, it was a big surprise because I forgot to warn you, but you know, you know how it well, is. Well, we, we got the message, so. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so, but I, it, it turned out it was a bad day anyway, because I had to cut the show short because I had to take one of the pets to the vet, but. That's, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. But what was the, what was the matter with the, uh, Puppy. Well, it wasn't. It was actually one of my cats. You know, oh, I, you know, oh, I have. Cat. Yeah, I've got cats too. How many cats you got? I got two. Oh yeah. my god. Yep, yep. So all told, we got the four dogs and two cats. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot. It sure is. When do you think uh, you'll quit doing that? Well, I mean, I haven't. 
some dogs. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, that, that's a great question. Um, but I really like animals. So, you know, it's, uh, it brings a lot of joy to my life. You know, oh, that's great. you know, and that, and that, and, and most people think you're crazy, but I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I didn't ask for all of these pets. They just kind of fell in my lap. Um, actually I take it back. I think I actually did ask for all of them except for one. So that's, that's not accurate, but I don't know. I just, uh, I, I, I don't have an answer. I, I, I don't look at it as I'm doing anything wrong. You're doing anything wrong. You just love the, you're an animal lover. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. I like the house to smell like butt. Yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah. Okie dokie, Cokie Minoki. That's what my mother yeah. used to say. Uh, so, uh, John writes in from uh, uh, Nashville, Tennessee. This guy, John, you oh, know. You know what this guy John does for a living? No. He's a magician. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. He's really good at it, too. Uh, I, I, actually, I think he's, uh, he's a social worker by day and then a magician by night. How does, what does a magician do? Well, uh, a, a magician, Dad, uh, is a person who does magic. You know, yeah, like, well, uh, I gather that, you know, like bunny rabbit out of a hat. Well, he can like show up. I, okay. Oh, I, can, I get it. He can, I get he it. He can like entertain people, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. He's very, he's, you know, he shows up at the children's hospital. All the kids love him. He, he, uh, does a oh, crazy, crazy card trick or something like that. Uh, uh, no, I think that's a really good analogy. <laughs> Yeah, yes, indeed. It is a great analogy. All right. Um, John asks, hey, Meathead, this month is my 18-year anniversary with my wife. What anniversary? Oh. He, wants to, he wants you to help him think up something to do or get for her for, her anniver- for their anniversary, Dad. Oh, boy. My, my brain is working, but uh, it's coming up blank. Oh, uh, or 18th anniversary. Yeah, he's got the 18th anniversary and he wants to do something special for, you know. Well, the the analogy that I know, people always take him, you on a trip. For dinner. Uh, in this case, that's not the... Well, how about a nice big dinner? To, yeah. And, uh, and, and listen, get about two or three favorite people. Okay, so maybe have yes. Them, have them as well with you for the dinner. Well, you know, um, maybe. All right, that that's definitely what I was thinking too. Like a uh, nice, nice little bit of dining with the loved ones, or yeah. or just him and her. You know, maybe a little footsie under the table. Uh, I don't look <laughs> at that very favorable. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, okay. So, and then, uh, any type of gifts, maybe flowers, candy, anything? Yeah, a nice bouquet of flowers, but the dinner, it's it's a a goofy type of a thing, like uh, three, four people, 
that really, uh, I think that's the greatest thing right there. No, just her, get her away from the house. Oh, well, okay. Joanne says just get her away from the house. Okay. Uh, buy a bracelet or a necklace. I just got this email from uh, Brandis. And uh, she writes that um, she's a little fed up with people at the cemetery. And uh, and I'm like, I wonder what that means. And she's saying that she's really, really upset at people who bring flowers and little momentums or little mementos and put them by the gravestones. She says it's a bunch of junk. That sounds a little harsh to me. What do you think? Well, yeah, but I kind of agree with her. You know, eventually somebody's going to pick and pitch it. Yeah, just throw it away. Maybe someone's going to mow it, maybe. Yeah, anything. Well, that's the way she feels, too. I think that's kind of a waste of money. Yeah, my wife thinks that everybody can think the way they want. Now, it, it also uh, says here that the that the cemetery uh, used to allow this, and then one day they changed the rule and didn't tell anybody and took all the junk and threw it in the dumpster. Uh, yeah, yeah. The other person might not know it, and they felt good leaving it, so. Yeah, people are going to be upset by that. Well, yeah. <laughs> all right. How about, I think it's a waste of money. I do too. I'm with you on that. Uh, I think they should, but they want. Okay, so you guys are divided on that opinion. Okay, great. Uh, Jim wants to know, Meathead, uh, at this time of year, everybody has an opinion about uh, candy corn. Some people love it and some people hate it. Where do you fall? Do you love or hate candy corn? First of all, Dad, do you know what candy corn is? Oh, what is a candy corn? Well, it's candy. What is a candy corn? It's uh, it's candy that looks like a piece of corn. It looks I like it looks like I a, think that's ridiculous. It looks like a corn kernel, you know. Yeah, no, nah, I don't go for it. You, you, you don't even know what it is. You didn't even try it. No, it, it's good to sit on and eat it, but uh, I don't make a big deal out of it. Oh, that doesn't. Okay, it's, all right. You good to sit down and eat it, but you don't make a big deal out of it. You said. No, if it's there, maybe I'll take a uh, taste of it and eat a little bit of it. Okay. okay. Candy is not my bag. Can't. Candy is not my bag. No. Well, I know. I mean, with, with with the diabetes, you know, you got you got to be careful. I don't even pay attention. I just don't eat it. Yep, yep. You like? I don't even think about it. You like good food. I like. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, by the way, did you have the Cheerios this morning yet? No. No, you haven't had the Cheerios. Well, you better get on it. Do no nothing, no big deal. Uh, Patrick writes, "Dear Meathead and Joanne, um, I'm looking to get back into shape. Can you give me some exercises f- to help me live a long life?" Well, first of all, how old is Patrick? I think he's about forty. Well, exercises is the key to the whole health. Exercise his elbow. 
whistle for the elbow. You got to, you really got to strongly realize that you're killing yourself by overeating and turning into a fat ball. (laughs) And fat ball. You know, there's a thin, thin ball and a fat ball. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what? I get up in the morning. Now, again, I mean, you don't have to do anything that I do, but this is me. I get up every morning. The habit is a bowl of cereal. Yeah. Healthy size or otherwise, but not not a big deal. Right. And, uh, And eat my cereal. Yeah, huh? And I'm all done till lunchtime. Okay, three three meals then, and you don't overdo it. Well, that's how you. No. Well, you're in very good physical shape. I mean, uh, you've you're uh, have uh, good good strength, and um, you're yeah, you're, well, thank you. you're you're lean. You look healthy, uh, both of you. So that's hey. There's obviously you're 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 living proof to this. I mean, we're not doing it purposely because we're dieting. No, that's no. Just, <clears throat> as, as after a little while, it becomes part of, part of your daily routine. It's your habit. That's exactly right, it's Dad. A habit. Yes, yeah, some people right. some people have a habit of like drinking too much. Yeah, right. You know, you right. think you think about our, our beloved Mike. He loves his habit is to drink too much. Oh my gosh! Now I drank by life. Believe you me, I. Oh, drink. I know. I know. Believe yeah, me, every I saw, damn day. Oh yeah, you were you were a mess. Thank God you quit. You'd be dead. Well, yeah, you yeah. know, and I didn't do it purposely, but I just did it. Well, those were fun days. I mean, we were partying. Yeah. We, I mean, frankly, we just loved to party. We, that's all we would do. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We would just drink our asses off, and thank God we weren't <laughs> killed. I mean, you were so hammered, you you uh you you jumped over the fire and then fell in the fire. Oh, I did, and I fell on it. I know. We were actually, you were actually burning. Yeah. Uh, I should have some scars, but I guess I, I don't have it. Yeah, uh, there have been so many things that have, I've witnessed with my eyes that have happened to you. That, uh, and Joanne, even more so. Oh, my God, if you're, if you're anywhere near a ladder, you're going to wind up uh, uh, near death. Yeah, something happened with the ladder. What was it? Uh, which, which, I fell off of it. Which time? Which time? Are you kidding me? <laughs> How do you remember all this? I, oh my God. I hear it now. I didn't see it. I've just heard the stories from your beloved wife. You're always hanging oh, up. Yes. You're hanging upside down, or you're laying on the ground, and there's helicopters uh, taking you from point. Yes. Oh my God! Am- yes. Ambulance, Jesus. Yeah, didn't they uh, airlift me somewhere? They yeah. did. They did. You got airlifted from Grayling to Saginaw. Yeah. Because you fell out of a ladder. <laughs> because you fell off the ladder. You, my body looks good. And there's no scars or nothing. I think you were in hot. And wasn't he, Joanne, wasn't he in the hospital for many weeks on that one? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Jesus. He broke his back. I broke my back. In fact, I got a uh, hammer and nails on the, on the spine. Ham- okay. Yeah. Hammer I, th- and, I think that was. Hammer and nail. I think the year of that was 2017. 
How do you know that? I think I'm I'm pretty close. 2017. I don't have a maybe maybe 2016. 18. 16. 16. All right. Wow. Wow. Man, you were old then. You know that? Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Not too long ago. What if those things had corroded those hammers and nails and I mean nails and all that? You mean the nails that they use to put you back together? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're uh, built to last. I don't. I don't think they. Uh, I don't think it's like the type of nails that you put a roof together with. Joanne just said it's titanium. Okay, you see, yeah, they they put the good stuff in your back when they because you were you you fell apart like uh, Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hell was I that I fell off of? You were. Huh? Oh, I was at a tree. Yeah, do you remember the property that you used to own in Grayling? No. You know that that red trailer, Dad? The where we sit by the fire? Up, Up north? north. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that you you of course remember that that used to be yours before you sold it to me, but you were trimming a tree when that happened. Wow. <laughs> You did. You you and well, you and Joanne did. I must have been a ripoff for a father. No, no, it was it was a good price. It was uh, it well, that's a lot of property there. I mean, come on, you can't just give it away for God's sake. No, you got other kids, you know. I got a lot of I got a lot. Uh, I I got a lot out of it. I still do. Um, all right. Uh, Rob writes another. Rob writes meathead. I've often marveled. When you say that you will eat anything on a plate that is put in front of you. And he says, yes. he says he marvels that because he is a picky eater. Um, he says, how do you do it where you can eat anything? He says, does any food taste bad to you? Nothing. <laughs> no. Nothing. Nothing is bad. You, you'll eat anything. I have an analogy. A God-given food is exactly what it means. It's God. We we do worship God. Uh, okay. Okay. So any food that God has is the greatest thing in the world. Wow. I don't say any crap in the world that put in front of me, no. But a good food that you are uh, accustomed to after a little while, it's just a great thing in the world. You just, That's yeah. the only thing I eat every morning, my so, bowl of cereal. Yeah, I, I, I picture you eating and just actually talking to the food about how it's God-given <laughs> food. <laughs> that, that, that could be. But I'll tell you, it's just an enjoyable to sit there. And yeah. I, I do look at all. It's down to almost to be nothing left. So you better slow down. I, you know, I, I think about that. You know what's interesting is I picture, you know, you saying the nice things to food, like like the food is like uh, starting to cry because you're being so sweet to the food. <laughs> no, I'm telling you that too. You, I eat a healthy bowl of cereal. Uh, hey, yeah, and you probably say really nice things to the, to the cereal. I'm telling you, it's just gorgeous. <laughs> well, I gorded with the cereal. 
Um, all right. Let me see if I have anything else here. I, I, I had several questions. I want to make sure I, I get them all. We had a lot of people that uh, had had some things to say. Um, Jason writes, hey, with uh, the name Meathead, isn't that derogatory or is that okay, uh, the, the, the term Meathead? Uh, because you're so caring and wise. Uh, how did uh, Meathead become a term? I honestly cannot describe that. I don't know. You used to call your kids meatheads. Uh, you, you, yeah. You went I called the kids that's meathead. That's true. You said, I hey, never called you a meathead. Yeah, you did. You'd call everybody meathead. That's how That's how this happened. Yes, you did. Oh, my God. Hey, meathead. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Right. So wow. then. We, uh, we, 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 that's why we came up with deer meathead and it's been, yeah. oh my God, you realize <laughs> this has been, a, I mean, we, we, this started to be a regular thing in the year 2016, but we had talked to you many times before that when I was on my first radio show. Um, so we're, we're probably in the ballpark of 10 years of deer meathead. Whoever come up with the name. Well, we we kind of all did because uh, well I uh, it, it might have been help from audience members but uh, it it was since it's an advice segment instead of dear Abby have you ever heard of dear Abby yeah, yeah instead yeah, of yeah. dear Abby we're doing dear Meathead that's that was the genesis of the whole that was the whole concept there <laughs> like, uh, Meathead is like a it's a put down type of thing. Right, which is hilarious because that's what you used to call us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You even called the girl meathead. <laughs> um, um, uh, what, what did she say? She didn't even call the girl meathead. Hey, meathead. Girls, yeah, it's great. Um, oh, my God. Let's see. Uh, Mark says, my son is a year and a half. Mark in Louisiana, I think, unless he's moved. My son is a year and a half old. He's been eating solid food for a while now. Until recently, he will just chew his food and keep it in his mouth for several hours before swallowing it. What is up? What is up with this behavior, meathead? Should I take him to the doctor? Yeah, that's a good. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I, I, oh my god. Yeah, they still. He like, he like, baffled. that would be like if you ate the Cheerios, chewed them up and then left them in your mouth till you lunch, till, till yeah. like lunchtime. I don't think that's a, I take him to a head doctor. yeah, according to Joanne, you had to take her to a head doctor. Yeah. yeah but the kid's Wait. only like a year and a half old. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know what you can do. Well, that's just a phase, Yeah. It's a, just quit giving them cereal. Uh, uh. Well, whatever it is that he's eating, I think the kid, it doesn't have to be cereal. I just use that as an example. Um, yeah, it, I think eventually they grow out of that. Okay. But you can't keep food in your mouth. No, come on now. Uh, let's see. Uh, Brian. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Benny, Benny in uh, Nashville, Tennessee says, Meathead. I'm having an issue with the service guy that I sign up for monthly. The service isn't honoring my payment and giving me what I pay for each month. Customer service isn't doing anything to help. What should I do? 
Should I throw a brick through their window, burn the place down, send them to the island, or complain all day? Well, first of all, <laughs> wait a minute now. What is it that he does? Uh, well, that one more. Yeah, uh, Benny in Nashville writes, I'm having an issue with an online monthly service. Okay. Uh, they aren't giving me what, it, what I'm paying for. What, what should I do? Quit him. Just that, enough. Up. I'm not putting my money into this anymore. That's it. I'm putting my foot down. I'm quitting. Tell him, now listen, this is the way I want it. If you can't do that, bug off. Okay. What if, now, uh, Brian, I'm sorry, Benny also asked, would it be helpful if I just complain about it over and over to every person that I know? No. He's already been told. You can tell him one time. Hey, listen, I don't want you to do it this way. If you do it, you're gone. Okay, so sitting around complaining to anyone who will listen for hours on uh, end, then, that's just stupid. And then look, look for somebody else. Hey, you hire somebody else. Okay, gotcha. Hey, you're the pair. Yes, you're the boss. You're the boss, Benny. You're the boss. I want them this way. You're going to charge me this, and I'm going to pay you that price. Yeah. According to this. So do it my way. Okay, that, or hit the highway. That is great. My way or the highway? Let me make sure I get that one down. Right. Okay. Um, no, this is not the way it is. Matt writes, I have a guy that I work with, always seems to be in a terrible mood. I asked him the other day uh, how he was doing, and he snapped at me. And he says, leave me alone. I'm doing my job. Uh, should I just ignore him or should I kick his ass? Thank you. Uh, thank you for your insight. You and Joanne are awesome. Uh, first of all, thank you. Thank you. Thank you uh, for your compliment. But you asked the guy one time, this is the way I would like to have it done. No, this is another one. No, no, no. You uh, know, th this is another one. This is a separate one. Matt wants to know. He's got a crabby buddy at work who keeps being rude to him. Should he ignore him or kick his ass? No, just to quit, quit him. Quit being a friend. No, maybe he's having a bad day. Oh, yeah? Well. Uh-huh. Well, how many bad days has he had so far? I don't know. I think this is a regular thing. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, you, you got to tell him, listen, what is your deal? Why are you as what you are? <laughs> We are not dealing with that. Why are you as what you are? As what you're doing. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's better. You got to either change character or personality or hit the... Or hit the road. Get out. Road. Um, so, now, Matt suggested ignoring him. You know, is it worth it to even bring it up and just let him... Oh, uh, that's not going to change anything. Well, I mean, but if it's... He don't, he's not even aware that he's doing that. Yeah, it might be. It might be diminished returns, though. You might. You, you might just want to wait. Odds are, somebody who's like that is gonna probably well, give him a chance. Probably play themselves off the team to begin with. Yeah, you know. But give him a chance. Explain to him first of all, and give him a chance. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um. Let's see. You said on the show today, my way or the highway. Yeah, right. But uh, you got to give him a chance. 
You also said, why are you as what you are? Uh, Joanne told Joanne told the guy to exercise his elbow. I don't get that either. For eating. Oh, for eating. Uh, uh, you had asked the question, what does a magician do? And you said no to candy corn. And you added, candy is not my bag. No. Candy is a... You know, in reality, candy could be a dangerous food. Uh, absolutely. Without a doubt. Well, you even, yeah. you even said uh, too much of that and you can turn into a fat ball. Yeah. Absolutely. Sweet is the killer for you. And how much sweet can you eat? And finally, we talked a lot about food because you pointed out that a God-given food is exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But God, that you, you got to have a common sense involved in here. God did not sit down and make candy. That's true. He didn't. He made the ingredients to make the candy, but he did. He himself did not make the candy. It gave it gave some idiot <laughs> the uh, idea of let's have a candy. Let's have a candy. You know, isn't that the truth? I love the whole concept of let's have a candy. <laughs> all right. Once in a great while, it's all right to have some candy. You guys are the best. I love you so much. Uh, take care. And I'm going to talk to you very soon, okay? All right. And uh, take care of them puppies. And cats. And cats. And cats. You know, we are, um, we are just a handful of weeks away from another outstanding Thanksgiving celebration at Mike and Liz's. Yeah. Yes. It's going to yeah. be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Okie doke. Okay, love you. Get ready for laughter and laughter. I can't, as always, as always. Okay. All right. See it. Bye. Love it. Thanks for your call. Thanks for the call. Bye, Joanne. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye-bye. There we go. It's always, our, our goodbyes are always very long. Uh, the Benny in Knoxville was sent by an audience member. <laughs> Well, I mean, he's a legend, actually. Uh, uh, Brian and um, uh, Brian Brian McDonald in beautiful New Jersey. I love him. Okay, I just got an email. Matt emailed to the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. This is Matt from Oath Keepers Bark and Stone. Um, I should call him. He uh, occasionally listens to Freeburn Hot Wings. He said something weird happened today. This happened. We are now offering online delivery orders 24 hours a day for product. We have not received a valid response. Fuck. Please try again. Mm. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Freebird was crying on the radio today. And he he listened. He heard it. Like Greg started to cry. 
I'll have to hear it myself. <laughs> he says, there's something you need to hear that happened today on Free Bear and Hot Wings. Now, I'm not laughing at the... I know what this is about, at the circumstances. I'm not laughing at the circumstances. I'm laughing because he wrote fake tears from smug beer. And he says, guy voice from Kelly. Good grief. He says, fake tears was a little after 8 a.m. And then he says, horse voice Kelly was 9.15 or so. Look, Kelly always has horse voice. That, that, that thing. Then he says, Greg is such a dumb bastard. Then he says, the situation he was fake crying about is horrible. But they were pushed out fake tears and sniffles. So bad. Okay. Um, yeah, that's always, that always was weird. I don't, I mean, there's a lot of terrible shit in the world, you know? I think you could turn on the news every single day and there is something to cry about. Um, Babies being pulled out of rubble in Gaza um, hasn't caused Greg to cry. But mass shooting, now is time for me to cry. Uh, come on now. I don't know. You, you would think he would cry every single day of the show. Uh, weird. Uh, I'll have to check it out and hear it for myself. Uh, Matt seems to think it was fake. Like he was doing fake crying uh, on the show. I don't know. Greg is um, uh, pretty uh, pretty sensitive. I, I don't know if it was necessarily fake. I can't really uh, I can't really say that it was. Nikki, who is actually helping people that have been shot, writes, our head anesthesiologist gave us all a pep talk. We were all nervous, anxious, and ready to save lives. It was intense. I had to hide my phone in my pocket, but we were ready. I thought his speech was helpful and loving. You may have to download the video, but it's worth listening. Worth listening to, I think anyway. Thanks for checking in. Well, I don't want to play that on the podcast until I get her specifically telling me I should. Yeah, that might be. Can you imagine if like she didn't want me to play that on the podcast and I did and somehow it like got out, you know, and then they're like, uh, Dozens are dead and one nurse is fired today. I end up getting canceled off of the internet somehow. No, I don't want to, I don't actually want to say Greg's faking it. I, 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 you know, I, I don't like Greg at all, but I can't get behind the idea that he's fake crying. 
I mean, hell, I've cried on my show. Greg's a fucking idiot and an asshole. Would I put it? Okay, I guess it's possible, but I I don't know. I think he kind of gets caught up in the moment and then gets in his own head. And then the next thing you know, boom, he's crying. He's a bundle of nerves. He hides, he tries to hide it, but it's, he's not the most comfortable person to be around. Um, so that, that, that probably was real, you know, that he, that he cried. But if you're going to cry, you can't just have a, you got to go. <laughs> She's Nikki says, I can play it if I like. Okay. I need to um I need to download it off the phone. And then I need to post it to Dropbox. Which that'll give you the old cloud feature so that I can share it with you. I'm actually going to take the time right now as I'm talking to do this. Uh, let's see here. Fuck. Thought I downloaded it. Okay. Save video. And then I need to upload that. Stay with me. This is going to be something. This is from the hospital where all the where all of this is happening. Holy shit. I'm glad I asked for permission. That was a very mature thing for your old pal EZ to do. It's a minute 47. Uh, Typically, you know, I would just roll the dice on that deal. Uh, Kyle, if you're listening from a company that used to advertise here, I'll be back with you. I'll I'll call you in a second. In fact, let me text him. Uh, Let's see. I'll call you in a bit. So list of things to do, get the audio of Greg crying, because I think that like I was getting at, if you're going to cry, you got to fucking lean into that shit. You got to go full on blubber snot. Any, any half measure on the crying is a, is a bad thing in my opinion. You really got to sell it. Uh, this is from the hospital. Oh, shit. I think you can hear it, but you, okay, there we go. All right. You can probably see it too. Audio check, video check. Here we go. It's an update for you, but I think that's the key of my update. Is we're still very much in an unknown circumstance. So what I understand is that there are multiple individuals hurt in the Lewiston area, obviously, and that their operating rooms are busy currently. There is nobody yet en route to Maine Med. 
but they are saying that there could be numerous people coming. I don't want to say total numbers yet, but we could think about 20 individuals would be a potential, okay? The killer is that now we are going to be waiting until we hear of anyone coming to us. And the waiting game is not going to be our friend because we're going to get more and more anxious and more and more hyped. I think this doc's a little light in the loafers. But the key is, is just to try to stay with your assignment until we have more information. As we learn more, we'll be able to kind of peel off and understand what resources we truly need. Obviously, this is a testament to this OR environment that you are all here right now doing this. We talk a lot about our culture and how crappy it is right now, but this is amazing. I was in Boston in the bombings and I did not see this. And this really speaks to you guys and the family that we have here. And I just want to say thank you all for everything you've done and sacrificed already this evening. Okay? Get a drink of water, use the bathroom, try to relax as you can, and as we know more, we'll let you know. As patients come in, we're just going to put them in rooms and be ready to go with your assignments. Thank you. Okay, so I guess, okay, I was under the impression, I guess I had some, a bad, a, a wrong idea of where this was. Uh, this was the a hospital nearby. where they will expect some type of activity. <laughs> I thought something sounded weird. And Corey uh, was able to do what what I couldn't do, and that is uh, specifically the comment, didn't really need to shit in the Boston hospital staff. I was, oh man. I was there for the Boston Marathon bombing. Those fuckers, they didn't have anything right. I don't think that's what he meant. Okay. There's no way that that doc was sent, was, was taking a run at the hospital staff. Okay. Corey says it seemed uncalled for. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to argue that. Yeah, that that's not what was being intended there. Uh, only Nikki. I mean, if Nikki weighed in and said, "Oh yeah, that's exactly what he was doing," I I would take her word for it. She she knows that doc. <laughs> God damn it! Kenny writes, "Quote: I'm glad you guys don't suck like those losers in Boston." <laughs> Come on. That is not what I was hearing. You assholes. Come on. Uh, lots of jokes on various story threads or show story threads. Uh, let's see. Adam says, I heard Freebeer crying too. Tyler says, quote, on the fifth day of Halloween, Freebeer and Alwings gave to me, Freebeer started crying. Maureen says, we need video of this. Rich says, they definitely sounded forced fake. 
Rich also adds, they interrupted the famous around the room for Freebeer to read the email. Adam says, yeah, but Kyle, he's having... Kyle says he's probably looking at what's going on in his own life and it brings him to tears. And then Adam says, yeah, but Kyle, he's having sex 365 times this year. Life is good. Mediocrity Dave says, didn't you say that he fake cried during holiday break-ins? I was in the room and I always thought it was fake. I was always very uncomfortable during the holiday break-ins because Greg would constantly go... And his eyes were as dry as my fucking ball sack. They were as dry as my testicles are right now. When I cry, you know I cry. I haven't cried in quite some time on this show. I cried on here when Connie died. I cried, or at least when she was announced with cancer, I think. I cried when Greg, I actually cried when Greg announced he's getting a divorce. That was before it totally went to shit. I cried um, when Daisy died. No, no, I did not. I cried when it was something, when my mother, I cried when, um, um, Oh, let's say I cried when my mom died. That was bad. Uh, when when a tiger announcer got right, what the fuck is his name? Jay. When Jay Allen died, I cried. I can't even remember his fucking name. God damn it. Uh, Rich says that the doc did a great job breaking that down and prepping his team. I think my favorite joke is the quote, I'm glad you guys don't suck like those losers in Boston. And that's coming from Kenny. What a week from Kenny. He went from the penthouse to the outhouse and back to the penthouse with that joke. Holy shit. That is, that's a fucking great joke. Corey says something about Greg crying about my community pisses me off. Seems fake as fuck. Fuck him. Well, you know that I will have the video and we will lock, we will break down free beers crying. (laughs) Cole says you cried when Trump lost. Kenny says, I think you almost cried when you read the letter from Wally on the air. No, I, uh, I did quite cry. I cried because I was ashamed that I had, um, lambasted my mother. That was back on the radio days. I said something bad about my mother on the air and Wally heard it and Wally came correct. And he fixed that shit. Uh, 
Patrick says, Freebird's body language is strange. He twitches around in his chair like he's Michael J. Fox. Underrated joke. Also very good. Mediocrity Dave says, Ugh, I hate knowing that about Freebird now. So disingenuous. Well, and it isn't like, I mean, I, I love it when Greg looks bad because I don't like Greg. Um, and, but I, okay. One of the things about the holiday break-in that I did not like was that the whole idea that we have to, uh, we write these fake letters and read these letters, uh, which are based on people, but those letters that they would write that they said that they would change the details of, It was, okay, it was just too much for me. And I always felt uncomfortable with the idea that the people who are doing the break-in have the creative uh, luxury to change um, details in the letter. The letters, the intent was real, but the letters were written. um, Okay, so the people provide the details of let's say you got a family of three and their ages and what's going on in their lives. For some reason, Greg felt all of that had to be changed. You couldn't do anything to actually be truthful about it. And I, I, I think they said, because we didn't want anybody to feel bad or something like that, but I was like, ah, fuck it. So that would mean that all of the shit that actually was going on, um, there was, to protect the identity creative license was put into those letters. So you don't know what's real and what's not real. I didn't know what was real and was not real. Cause I didn't write the letters. Um, so knowing that I was always like, this is weird. And we're all, crying or you're all crying about this. Um, I guess because they would feel good or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, I, I think Greg was being genuine, gen, uh, genuine in the crying, but, um, I never detected like when the goddamn mic would go off, it would be like when I'm laughing on the Billy Magoo and Zane show. Like when I sat here and sobbed when Jay died, I mean, this, my, my face is swollen and puffy and tears are running down my face with Greg. It was always, <sniffs> he would always make it a point to put his nose right on the mic and go. <sniffs> and I was always like, wow, this is weird, but I'm not going to say anything. Fuck that. Everybody believes this shit. And if I step out and say, this is fucking weird. Uh, everybody's going to hate me. They already hate me. So who gives a shit? Uh, Florida man says, Oh boy, Eric, you may be stepping in a shit with this reveal. Be careful. My friend. Um, Aram says, I noticed that too. He cried the exact same way this morning. Rich says, yeah, all I'm saying, Florida man is I, it just didn't feel right to me. It didn't feel it felt like the response I was getting from Greg was always ultra intense. And I, I just, 
I didn't, I didn't, I, I, I wasn't getting that, that feeling. Kyle says, quote, if I say something, everyone will hate me. I mean, they already hate me. So then say it. What does it matter? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I just don't believe I was, I wasn't believing it. It seemed like alligator tears to me. Always seemed that that's what I'm trying to say to you. It felt like, uh, what do you say? Alligator tears or crocodile tears when it's fucking not real. And, um, I would not be surprised when I see that bit today, if I feel the same fucking way. Some of you already are. Uh, Chris from Buffalo says semi off topic, but are you doing the Thanksgiving food drive this year? Or is it Christmas? It's Christmas. He says, I came to the show around that time last year. So forgive me on the details. Yes, we will be doing that. I'll be standing there on the side of the road. And then, uh, well, we all will. And then for every person that comes up and we give food to, we just cry. We just totally cry. Uh, Cole says, Zane, are you a fancy idiot? No, but I know someone who is. I have a mole who has given me um, credentials to view and see everything. Plus, the audio is available free on Google Podcasts. Uh, Megan says at Irvine's, well, of course it would be at Irvine's. My God. Hold on. I got to send Kyle a text. Fuck dot, dot, dot. I'm on a roll talking about fake crying period. I'll have to call you tomorrow. Period. I suck. So that's it. Now Kyle says, LOL, you fuck. No, I'll call you. Hold on. Fuck it, I'll call you. I like how I realized that I don't need to text because I, I even, <laughs> you're actually watching the show. And then you wrote, <laughs> asshole, I'm watching this bitch. You don't got to text, LOL. <laughs> oh, man. Have you ever fake cried? No, I, uh, I'm i not into it. I, I, I haven't even cried in fucking, I don't even know, like probably like over 80% of my life. I think the last time I cried was when I was like seven or something. Have you ever been at like a loved one's funeral and everyone's crying and you're like, well, I better, I got to at least act sad or, you know. No, here's the fucking, here's the fucking thing, Eric Zane. Um, it, now, I do get weird like looks and or talking to's from people like post-funeral. But like my my view on like death and all that stuff is like, it's, it's cool. You know what I mean? Like. I don't think that, I think that, uh, when you go to a funeral and you're like bawling your eyes out and stuff, like I get it, like that's your prerogative. So I, I don't judge anybody, but also like kind of selfish a little bit. You know what I mean? Like the dead person is in a, like having a way better time. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean, like life, like it's, it's over, dude. They, they got out yes. and they're, they're in a better place. So I think we should all be like happy for them. Oh you know yeah. What I mean? And that's what I, I, I laugh. I, I go to funerals and I crack up, you know? 
look. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, okay, no, I wouldn't say I'd be laughing. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> no, you got to. What you do is you get because there's always the thing about funerals is whenever they eulogize them, you could have the most retarded person up there and somehow they pull it together and are very funny like they fucking slay. Oh yeah, no, 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 that is true. Like when I go out there and get, I, I, if it was like a, like at my grandpa's funeral, at my, at my grandma's funeral that I just went to, I gave a little speech and I can't help it. I mean, I'm up there just slinging jokes. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, Fuck that I'm shit. just up there like, and it, like right to like, like 1% before where you're like, okay, I'm going too far. Like this is like, now it's just turned into stand up comedy. So then I'll stop it right there and then like say something like cute yep. or whatever. Yeah. But then you got, yeah, you sling a couple more and then you're like, all right, I'm fucking out of here. Right. Right. Now, if you, if you, if you have three or four killer jokes in a row, then you got to be careful. It's some point you got to bring it back you know yeah so, i mean yeah, three, yeah, three to four killer jokes in a row then i'm like then i'm, I'm like stepping out from behind the podium and exactly. like, doing like little, doing little poses and shit you know what i mean <laughs> i i think you can get into some you got to be careful because if it comes off as self-aggrandizing you can you know you can be like uh uh commanding attention up for yourself but i think if you if you play it right not only can you um, win the room by improving the mood, but you can get some pussy too. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Um, yeah, that, that, that I had like a bunch of little old ladies coming up to me at my, after my when I gave the speech to my grandma's funeral. Like, oh, that was a perfect little speech. And I'm like, get the fuck out of my Yeah, city. that's exactly, she wanted you to have <laughs> sex with them. That's exactly right. Fuck that shit. <laughs> funeral. Now, the only thing, I mean, it, it, sometimes it can be a little dicey. If like, you know, it, there's kids involved or it was a sudden loss of life, like a uh, drunk driver just plowed through a fucking parade or some shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that is different. I think I would be more angry. I, I don't think I, I, I would, I would be sad for sure, but I think I'd be like too pissed. Right, cry, right. You know what I mean? Like the, 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 the day is coming when my, uh, when my dad and my stepmother, I mean, they're in their upper eighties. We, I mean, our time is limited. So, you know, I mean, you, you kind of have to, it's not, it won't won't be a shock. So you have to kind of like help people. I'm of the opinion that you, you know, there's going to be a lot of people who aren't like you and I who sit there and they just ball. So you kind of have to help make them feel better to some degree. But, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a balance, dude. Funerals are a balance, baby. You got to have you can't have too many sad people. You can't have too many chill people. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like when my grandmother died. Um, so when I was growing up with her, she always would beat the shit out of me. And so <laughs> when she died, I was like, I don't give a fuck. And then everybody, you know, everybody else was crying, but this she hated me. And so I was like, I, I. I they're all look, looking at me because I'm looking bored, you know? And I yeah. remember one brother came up to me and he says, I, ne- I noticed you didn't even cry. And I ha- didn't have the heart to tell him. I was like, well, uh, that fucking bitch used to beat the shit out of me. I don't, what the fuck do I care? <laughs> yeah, that's, a, I will say just for uh, context for anybody listening that it is true. I have not had to go to like a funeral yet of like a sudden, you know what I mean? Like a, or a shocking one. Right. It's just all been old ass people who just fucking kick the bucket. Exactly. So, that is true. So I haven't had like one of the, like I've only had like the, the chill type of funerals. So the idea that the, uh, the story that I was getting from various audience members was that free beer from my old show, uh, was crying on the air. And then that I was like, well, I've actually seen that happen on that show 
But it's always weird because he just puts his nose up to the microphone and goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if you put your nose up to the microphone, then I think you're doing it on purpose. Yeah, I mean, that's you're, you're trying to make it sound like you're crying. I mean, if you're going to cry, fucking cry. <laughs> I mean, you really got to you got to sell that shit. You can't half cry. You know, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even begin to know how to do it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. If I'm going to cry, I'm going to cry. But if I'm going to, I'm also going to, if I sense bullshit, I'm going to, I'm going to point it out too. So now I haven't even heard it. So I got to hear it. I got to see it. So uh, I can't quite judge him yet. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely thinking that, but I will review and we will, uh, we will get to the bottom of this, whether or not that fucker was actually crying. Now, if he actually was crying, well then, all right, he's crying. I can't really. But I don't know. It just seems weird to me to cry uh, when there's a mass shooting in the U.S., but there's thousands of dead babies littering the street of Gaza and, and Israel. And he's like, oh, hey, let's uh, let's crack some jokes. Hey, hey, you know? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, all right. Well, um, so there's that. Uh, what the hell's going on in your world, Kyle, from a company formerly known as Dumpster Divers? Yeah, <laughs> fucking. I tell you this, Eric Zane. Um, fucking. This is how. This is how my weekend went. Right. Obviously, the Lions was a debacle. But here's. I knew. I knew something was awry uh, when I woke up on Sunday morning. Cause fucking. So, uh, JMO. Uh, he had like. I don't know. You know how like the, like kids get like uh, sicknesses that are like so wild and like don't happen in like regular like to adults and right. shit. Yes. So he got he got this fucking bug or whatever where he just was like shitting like like diarrhea like little, little, little case of the dia you yeah, know what i mean yeah, yeah but like he like he was fine you know like it was just like the shit was just coming out all the time so then that little motherfucker passed it on to um blue and yeah. i'm thinking i'm like well okay then i'm probably good because like usually somehow all this shit avoids me right but i fucking i fucking caught it i guess because so like saturday night i'm just like waking up like every hour just burping and farting right no I'm, shit. Like, I'm like i'm like what the fuck's going on here i'm like trying to get some sleep i'm just fucking letting it come out both ends oh. so anyways then i woke up in the morning yep and i just started blowing up that toilet baby so oh. i caught it so then like we're like me and blue and jameson are just all i mean there's just shit all over this house you know what i mean and then so i'm like the fucking lions game is it's gonna be rough dude and then um so yeah i was like laying in the bed and then the lions were shitting the fucking bed on the field and i'm shitting the fucking bed in the it was just not a great day dude but it just all lined up you know what i mean like it, it would have been weird if they would have won i feel like let me tell you something about that game i have never ever seen a team that was doing okay like baltimore look like in the history of the NFL, the greatest team that has ever laced them up. And then uh, conversely, the Lions, I've never seen a team that was doing pretty good look like the worst team that has ever laced them up. It was... I know. I, 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 I'm, I'm floored by that loss. I, I am not looking at that loss as just a blip on the radar. That's what I considered the Seattle game. Okay? Right, but that yeah. game, the Baltimore game... To me, this has this is not this is a uh, this is not a one and done. I think that this is going this could very well lead to the beginning of the end of the magic of everything that they've uh, worked for up to this point. It's fucking horrible. 
I know, dude, that game was something, something was awry. It was fucking weird, dude. Um, but, I mean, we, we, we got to think of the odds makers out there. I mean, maybe we're looking at Lions versus Seahawks in the NFC Championship game and then Lions and Ravens in the Super Bowl. Maybe it, it could happen, we, you know. Um, and then if it fucking does, I mean, maybe we're fucked in the Super Bowl. But maybe we can figure it out by then. I don't fucking know. Uh, did you read the article, though, that was like whenever the Lions get fucking smoked, um, the next game we fucking smoke the other team? Did you see that article? I did not see that article. Yeah, it was basically like like last. Well, yeah, last year when we got fucking raped by the Patriots, I think we fucking fucked somebody up. Oh right yeah, after that's that. right. Yeah, there was like a, there was a couple um, a couple examples they gave, but essentially the the point of the article was that the Raiders are fucked on Monday night, dude. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Hey, by the way, uh, last Friday I was uh, right next door to you at the new King's Room Barbershop. And then oh, I, yeah. I walked oh, I walked over there to see you and you you fucking left. Yeah, okay, so here's the thing. Um when you sent me the picture, I saw my truck in the picture like that you had took from afar um as if you were like a like a reporter trying to catch a celebrity. Right. So like, okay, my truck's there. I'm like, so I must be there um from when you sent the picture, but then uh yeah by the time that you walked down there i had i did sneak out uh so i got picked up in uh, one of our one of our trucks and just fucking cruised off and then yeah so i fucked that i basically fucked up the timing of it that's you know sure. it's crazy because when i pulled in there on the 36th street and then I, I i was uh walking into the front door and i went and i actually had this deja vu feeling i was like I've seen this intersection before. Holy shit. Oh my God. And I thought of you. And then I see the, your, your fucking sign. I was like, there he is. Oh my God. I'm so close. Yeah. And at first I, I, when you sent me that picture, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, is he getting a costume at the fucking costume place? Right. right. Were you, were you doing like some sort of like interview or something? Uh, well, they're, they're a client, the, not the costume room, but King's room barbershop. And by the way, I right. mentioned your name to them about junk removal. And uh, they, I think that they might have need, need you for something. So I'll introduce you to Andy and Colleen over there. And then go oh, get your yeah. haircut there. Go get your haircut there. Yeah, I'm all about it, actually, because um, it's, it's right fucking there. So I could just do it during work. Yeah. Because usually my wife or Blue will be like, get a haircut. And then like several weeks will pass. And she's like, why didn't you get a fucking haircut? I'm like, I don't <laughs> fucking know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, they're great. They're great. <laughs> Uh, okay, question from the audience. Tyler writes, ask Kyle if they've ever dropped off a dumpster for a cemetery. Oh, man, no, but that'd be pretty fucking sick, but also uh, suspicious, I'd say. Well, <laughs> the reason why it comes up, because there's a story in the news about the local cemetery. They change, you know how, like, everybody, when they uh, when someone dies, they bring, like, 800 stuffed animals and then sta- oh, yeah. statues and shepherd's hook and fake flowers and fucking books and pictures and all sorts of shit. Well, the uh, dump, the cemetery decided, fuck you, and they're going to clean it all up, and now everybody's pissed off. So there was a, a scene, a picture of a dumpster with, like, you know, baby Jesus statue sticking out of it. It's all, it's all <laughs> the whole thing's fucked up. Oh man, you know what? I never, I had never considered that in my life. Like, yeah, what the fuck do they do with all that stuff? That you know what I mean? Like, that makes a lot of sense. Now the only thing I have to do is come up with like some sort of clever marketing on like how you would sell a cemetery guy on renting your dumpsters. You know yes, I mean? yes, you can, you can put like a decal on it that says a uh, uh, gentle home dumpster. You know, like it's, it's not the worst <laughs> thing. Yeah, they, they can with, with, uh, with clear conscience throw their shit out in there. You know. 
Yeah. I'm going to come up with something good. And, and next time we talk, I'm going to give you all of my, my sick-ass marketing um, swings on this. Uh, Chris writes, has Kyle listened to Theo Vaughn's latest episode with the New York Garbage Man? No, I did not. I, here's, a, here's a fucking thing. I, watch, I do watch a lot of clips, and I see a lot of Theo Vaughn clips, but I've never watched like a full episode or nothing. Uh, Tyler adds, your slogan could be rest in peace, knowing your loved one's gravesite is kept clear of junk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, thinking, I was trying to think of something like, like uh, our prices are so low that they're six feet in the ground. Oh, or, fuck you know yes, I mean? like, yes. Like It'd be a complete <laughs> offshoot of dumpster divers. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it. I'm glad we were able to hook up. I was uh, a little late on the deal, but I had my dad today. So uh, any predictions on the Lions Monday night? Uh, probably, I'm guessing you think they're going to kick the uh, Raiders' ass. I think we're going to fuck them right in their cloacas. I think it's going to be fucking good, dude. I just, I feel it's a Monday night. We're going to be at home. I think we're wearing those, uh, those blue helmets too. Okay. I think we're switching it yes. up. So I'm sensing there's going to be electricity in the building. And my brain tells me 4217. That's what I feel. I got it down. I'm going to need five victories in a row to forget the Baltimore loss. I know. I, I, we actually probably can do it. So let's fucking do it. Dude. All right. Get out of here. Have a good one. All right, I love you guys, deuces. Love you guys, deuces. I, I sound so not cool when I say it. Uh, Kyle from a company that may be or may not be known as Dumpster Divers. Um, all right. We will have to review today on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Uh, free beers crying on the air i need what we'll do is we will play the clip and then you the audience must vote um about is that genuine or is it fake for many many years i watched greg cry on the air i think he he started saying hey uh the keys to a good he heard a speech from uh jim valvano and he used to be a basketball coach, and he got cancer. And on his one of the days before his death, he made a speech on the ESPYs, and he said, "A good day is a day where you cry, uh, laugh, cry, and I forget what the fuck it is. Live, laugh, love, laugh, cry, sing, laugh, cry, think, laugh, cry, think. Now that's a perfect thing to say when you're uh, in that setting and you're you're living life." I get it. Laugh, cry, think. But where that doesn't apply is the world's worst radio show. Greg stole his speech and said, we're, hey guys, uh, we're we're building the radio show where a good show is where, where we laugh, cry, and think. Well, you're not really doing that. You're just saying it. Yeah, there's a lot of laughter, a lot of fake laughter. But there's very little thinking because of the decisions you're making to what you're actually doing on the show. That's clear. And God knows you're not crying. So don't tell me that a good morning show is laugh, think, cry, you idiot. That's another classic freebierism. He stole that fucking thing and it sure does not apply. Sounds cute. That's about it. Give me that thing. Good morning, Joe's laugh, think, cry. Fuck you.
And uh, being in that room and seeing Greg uh, uh, push out crocodile tears leads me to believe some serious suspicions uh, about him with today's events. Leaning into the sadness of one of the communities uh, where his radio show is heard, uh, whether or not he was crying or not. I don't, I'm, I, I have a suspicion that those were crocodile tears. That's the same way I felt during the holiday break. I was like, why are you, why are you really crying here? Come on now. Everybody in the room is just looking at him. Hot wings and I are just like, oh boy. Joe's like, oh fuck man. Joe, Joe's thinking about banging the next hot chick. And, and wishing he was in a bar. I wish I was in a bar and in the vagina of a hot chick. How the fuck was Joe able to pull such prime ass? A donkey tooth fat fuck was able to pull prime pussy for years. Chris says, what happened to the YouTube and Twitter free view? I usually watch that if I have to jump in late. Hasn't been up the past few days. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you talking about like the da- this daily show? Oh, yeah, you're right. It isn't. Interesting. I will look into that. I appreciate that. Um. All right. Chris says, yeah, Ashley, how? Uh, thank you to my friends over at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600. That's 616 532 6,600 for Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and DV, where the great food giveaway will be going on again this year. If you have any maker model car, all you have to do is get it over to Irvine's, especially the hybrids and EVs. You have any problems, take it to Irvine's. That's where the dealers take their cars, uh, their customer cars to get fixed. 616-532-6600. Thank you to Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank is a licensed independent uh, broker slash agent who is uh, making it happen for the customers when it comes to things like life insurance, auto insurance, uh, insurance through healthcare.gov, and on and on and on. If it's insurance related, you need Frank Fuss. Uh, Today's asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball. Now, it could be free beer, but there's no way I can make it free beer right now. I have not yet seen or heard the crying. All I did was I heard from audience members who reached out. Now, uh, numbering five people have sent emails saying free beer was fake crying on the air. But I can't say he was for sure until I see it and I hear it. And you need to see that and you need to hear that too. And we will check that out on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. But uh, right now is uh, 
is time where we have to determine the asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball. And of course, it's the main shooter. Um, a lot of things are coming your way, including probably your own death, if it isn't already, when they find you and shoot you. And, and or justice and an award. The asshole of the day is yours. Congratulations. That will be the, uh, the best thing that you get today. Becca Shea says, yes, he was. Was it crying or fake crying? Becca Shea says, I turned the station. What is your opinion, Becca Shea? You heard this or saw it, probably heard it. Um, I, of course, he says you turned the station. Are we talking fake there? Becca Shea says, sniffing like he was crying, which is what I predicted. I told you, when I'm in the room with him, he would take his nose and put it up to the mic and go, I want you to know that I'm crying. Uh, So I'm 90% sure it was Crocodile. Thank you for checking this show out. Good luck to the folks in Maine. You have a like a lockdown thing. You don't want to. You don't want to venture outside. Shelter in place. Holy cow! Thank you very much for checking the show out. I'll be on Patreon later on. Have a good one. Bye bye.